Watch out! Your name is Harlan Williams. Boom, babies. Old but getting younger. I'm a janitor. Uh, burning down the house. <laughs> this week on Gamey, the golden years. Uh, King Me Baby. King Me! King Me Baby. <laughs> Week two. <laughs> <laughs> of your Talking Heads Of my intros. Talking Heads yeah. intros. I, I I don't know. It felt good last week. It, it <laughs> seems like something I have to keep going now. Yeah. It felt a little strained this time around, didn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I want to see how long you could keep it going. <laughs> uh, I uh, I don't, but I'm gonna. Yeah. I, I feel compelled. M- mashing that square peg into a round Why, hole. <laughs> yeah. Why not have a bad idea within a bad idea? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the King Me, keep the official program of forcing King it Me. on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> As I was saying, welcome to King Me, the official program of Kinging Me, uh, the, the Stephen King movie podcast. I'm Dan Gagliardi. I'm Rob Avon. And as always, we encourage you to rate and review the show on iTunes. It helps other fans of Stephen King, of horror movies, of movies in general, find the show. And we encourage you to do it as Stephen King himself. Uh, we actually have a new review oh, this week. So okay. Are you going to read it? I'm going to read it. Okay. Uh, in true Stephen King fashion, it's long. <laughs> uh, subject line, why didn't they like me in Creepshow? Five stars from the Master of Horror. I worked really hard on that one. It hurt my feelings when the loud one said he didn't like my acting. <laughs> but other than that, I love the show. Absolutely can't wait for these boys to tear into that Hack Kubrick's lousy interpretation of my masterpiece, The Shining. I assume these boys have read all my books. Why else would they be doing this? <laughs> so, so I'm sure they'll agree that Shelley Duvall is a screaming dishrag and that Nicholson just didn't understand the nuanced character that is me. I mean, Jack Torrance. <laughs> anyway, as long as you boys keep making this show, I'm sh- I'll make sure that length ad- adaptations of my genius get made until the end of time. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That, that was really great. So again, if you uh, if you want to leave a car- uh, review as Stephen King, we will read it on the show. Uh, if you heard a third voice chuckling at that, uh, it's because we have a guest this week. Yeah. And if you didn't hear the garble of ones and zeros of him bleeding through the airwaves, it's because he's in studio with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what an exciting time. He uh, He's a writer for PopBreak.com. He also is the host of introducing the first appearance podcast. He's a stand-up comic in his own right. Yeah. It's Mark Henley. Mark. Um, I'm so accomplished. I have so many accomplishments. <laughs> I counted three, but yeah, yeah. that's a lot. That's yeah. more than I thought you were going to say. Yeah. Everyone you said, I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Good for Wait me. A second. I am yeah. a writer. <laughs> Mark, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on. Sorry we saddled you with a four part miniseries. I feel I'm like I'm not. <laughs> I definitely expected it. Uh, the show I host is introducing the first appearance podcast. Yeah. I host with uh, Rob, mm-hmm. and uh, Dan's been on it many times. Uh, Dan has an open invitation to be on at any time and kind of just kind of comes and goes. <laughs> yeah. When I, yeah, when I have the stomach for yeah. it. Because yeah. a lot of it is, uh, well, golden age comics. And uh, those are, they're, they're equally long. Yeah. 
We, they, they're 50 page comics usually. Well, we, we do a podcast called, uh, well, we, I thought you said what it was called. Uh, it's about <laughs> the first appearance of comic book characters. Sure. And um, it's interesting listening to your guys' show because usually you don't get to hear what your friends are like when you're not there. <laughs> and so, like, so I'm listening to that, and it's definitely a very different experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the tone is different. Yours, I feel like uh, on introducing, because you have like a much deeper knowledge of <laughs> comics than we do of the Stephen King universe. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. we are we are forced to rely on our silliness to, keep, <laughs> to pad out the yeah, show yeah. to an hour. Right. And uh, there, there's guys, a lot of uh, wait. What what happens next in the movie? Yeah. And we're we're uh, mostly just like, oh my god, there's so much casual sexual assault yeah. in these movies, and then we're just like, Blah, hey. Well, the, the the difference is that it'd be like if King Me had a guy on your show that insisted everything that happened was amazing. Stephen King. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> right. Like I tend to do with introducing. We could have like, uh, like, like one of the, a comic that everyone else thinks is the worst, and I'll be like, "But you guys don't see <laughs> just what this Archie comic has going underneath the surface." Right. And that, that is not you being silly. No, it's that very is a, serious. That's yeah. almost verbatim. You're yeah. paraphrasing yourself. Uh, introducing is also a lot more emotional, and I think it's because because um, <laughs> of Jack. I think I'm also a bigger part of it than I'd like to admit. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I think you are. Yeah, because Jack's very um, because because Rob is less emotional on King Me than he is on introducing, mm. and I think it's because uh, like uh, the other host Jack, he's very emotional and easily rattled. But I feel like I'm just rattling the cage all the time. Yeah, like that's almost like my <laughs> my purpose is to You're show up. You're a puppet up. master. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And rattle the cage and. Uh, because Rob, I feel like, gets very emotional about the comics. and Well, and well yeah, Rob's also a, a comic book fan, yeah. for, uh, <laughs> like a lifelong fan of yeah. comics. Right. Yeah. And so when, right, I'm a lifelong fan of comics, so when you, you're like, no, this Archie comic is valid, and, here, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why, I'm like, I fucking read it, man. <laughs> I know that it's not valid. Quit, quit trying to fucking fool me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Um, this is gonna be a lot lighter. Uh, there, I don't think yeah. there's even there's nothing to glom onto at this one. There's nothing Not really to pick apart. Somehow, the years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, somehow in four hours of programming. Yeah, there's really not right. much. So this is another mini series. Uh, uh, we've yeah. done a few of them. What what was the last mini series that we did? Do do we remember? Was uh, it it? It might. It was it. Yeah. yeah, it was the last one. And there's a steep decline in quality. Oh, yeah. There's no. <laughs> Any miniseries that starts with old man makeup, like the first thing you see is old man makeup on a bicycle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Old man they, makeup at 10 miles an hour, and it's not a good start. So, uh, so wait, the lead actor is not actually an old man, right? No. Right, no. Because I decided to do no research on this. No, that's the way to go. Yeah, because you guys have worked also, for us thus far. You didn't. Did you watch the movie? Did you not see him in in the old man, the <laughs> shitty old man makeup? But I've never seen the actor before, so part of me thought I was just being paranoid. Okay. I was like, no, it's really an old man. But Keith Zarabeka, there's a J in there, like a silent yeah. uh, Baltic J that I what, don't know. Uh, what else was he in? He uh, he was in The Dark Knight. He was in Argo. Hey, he was in, in A Perfect Knight. World. Oh, you know in who he was in The Dark Knight? Stevens. He's what? Yeah, he's one of the cops. He, uh, you know when when they have uh, the Joker. Like in custody, yeah, and cell phone tummy. No, he, no. Oh. Well, yeah, it's it's right around cell phone tummy. He, the Joker says, like you know, your friends screamed or whatever when I was. I haven't seen the movie in a while, mm -hmm. but then the guy, <laughs> the guy's like, all right, that's it, and he takes off his jacket like he's gonna like kick his ass. Yeah, and then the next scene is the Joker with him like 
like wrapped up. He's got his like mm. in, a, in yeah. a headlock and stuff. That's, that's him? the same guy. Yeah. Wow. So, so that's that's it. That's it. That's, that's all you <laughs> also also starring Felicity Huffman. Hey, and Ed Louder. Uh, now, Ed, my whole head is my face. Louder. He's got the biggest face I've uh, ever seen. Now, which guy is this? I don't know who any of these people. Louis Louis Cruz. He's the general. He's oh, the bald okay, guy. Yeah. He's the yeah, yeah. he's Felicity Huffman's love interest for some reason. Yeah, which is weird because he's like fifty five years old. <laughs> easily. Yeah, and she's, she's like twenty nine in this. Is she really? Yeah. Wow. I thought she was younger than that. No. Um, but yeah, Felicity Huffman. Stri- we talked about this before we started recording. We've got to start recording soon. I can't <laughs> stress it's it a enough. real problem. Yeah. Now. Um, She's basically playing Dana Scully, as you pointed out to me. Yeah, the I mean, she's wearing she's I guess she's working. She's some sort of FBI, CIA. She's the head of security for this. Uh, I forget the name of the department. That yeah, it doesn't like really science, matter. Government science. Yeah, it's yeah, something yeah. that vague, <laughs> right? As vague and like uh, ill-conceived as the the government laboratory that right. they're conducting their research in. But she's always she's got the she's doing the trench coat thing. She's wearing like business suits. Mm-hmm. She's got the Scully like season one through three or four hair. Mm-hmm. It she's very Dana Scully. Yeah, her uh, the power suits. It's, yeah, it's all there. Um, also like the same up until like I don't know. I feel like her. Uh, style of acting changes halfway through yeah she becomes a lot looser and more like quippy and fun yeah but the beginning of the of the show she's like very stoic and scully-ish yeah i i I mean she has a good guy turn she has like a yeah right yeah it's weird this movie is real weird because it's four hours long and Almost nothing happens in it, and we were saying this before. It's so hard to focus. Yeah. on this movie. Yeah, there <laughs> are whole plot lines. I have no idea what they are. No. Yeah, every it's, time they show up again, I'm like, who are these people? Yeah, th- yeah. We can. I mean, we can summarize the plot lines in about five minutes. Yeah, it's a real. Yeah. So okay. our let, let, let's try it. Our our main character Keith from the dark Keith from the Dark Knight. That's right. yes. or Harlan Williams. Yeah, his, his name <laughs> Keith, who is playing Harlan Williams. His, name, his character's name is Harlan Williams. Yeah. Uh, endlessly funny to me. Yeah. The whole time I'm watching this, I could not stop laughing. He's Harlan Williams. <laughs> um. He's Harlan without a D at the end. Right. So yeah. not to be confused with the actor from Half Baked and Superstar. <laughs> and uh, the silliest of comedians. Not to, yeah, not to be confused with the guy who drinks piss in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he plays piss boy. Yeah, Harlan Williams is as people are quick to point out in this exact phrasing, just a janitor. Yeah, yeah. There's some real class trash being thrown around. There's in a this weird movie. part because the whole thing it starts where he's a janitor and then they give him an eye test and he fails the eye test and he can't be a janitor anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. First of all, I don't. Do you need perfect vision to be a janitor? You really, truly don't. I no, mean, like unless no. they really need everything to be spotless. Yeah. He's missing spots. I don't know. Like, un- yeah, unless it's like precision power washing. Yeah. Also, he treats losing the ability to be a janitor as like he's as if he's lost a massive career. You right. Know, like, like being a janitor is like fulfilling in the as way if that he couldn't just be a janitor anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't require an eye exam. Yeah, you could go to like like Target and just be a janitor yeah. there, or probably any other government facility <laughs> where Steve je- or Stephen uh, Root. Colonel Stephen Root yeah. isn't being a hard ass yeah. about this. Um, yeah, so that's the whole thing. He's seventy, going on seventy-one, and there's like an age cutoff too. I think they he, make he like, almost right. treats it's it a, like he's lost his ability to fly a plane. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like. 
I don't know. He's aged out of being a janitor yeah. somehow, even though he's like completely able-bodied because he's being played by a young, young man. Right. <laughs> um, so that's sort of like the problem at the beginning of the movie. Meanwhile, in the same facility, also this facility, the way they set it up, it seemed like this sort of hub, almost like it was its own city. Yeah. I thought there was going to be like a strong dystopian element to it. Did uh, you get that vibe? No, I, I actually, when they, when they showed that laboratory where, the mad, the mad scientist. scientist. Oh, Dr. Uh, Todd, Todd Hunt, Hunter. Todd Hunter. Yeah, yeah. I thought his name was Todd, last name yeah, Hunter. Yeah. His <laughs> last name is a full name. Yeah, really? yeah. His full name his... is Dr. Richard X. Todd Hunter. <laughs> I uh, they're always just saying his first and last name yeah, at all yeah. times. Yeah, so did Todd I. Hunter. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but when they, when they showed him at yelling at his two 40-year-old interns... <laughs> Uh, I I knew that this was not going to be like that. This was just a contained like underground facility. Right. That it wasn't. We weren't going to get like any any cool any cool like bigger world building or yeah. Well, they. I thought at that point, yeah. But when he's first going in, they have him like do a a fingerprint scan and like a retina scan. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, this is like. And they 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 have fingerprinting fingerprint scanning technology when they also had DOS. Because their computer's running on <laughs> yeah, MS. Everything's like green <laughs> yeah. and, and pixels and yeah. yeah, it's it it's it was a better time, guys. <laughs> but they show like people walking in and out of the building in like very similar looking outfits. Yeah, like, like there's 1984 a, mm-hmm, jumpers. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought that's where they were going with this, but they're not. The facility that he works in, they're also conducting like uh uh dangerous experiments. Mm. Um Dr. Richard X. Todd Hunter. Yep. That's right. <laughs> he's he's uh, He's got a very devil-may-care attitude with regard to safety precautions. Um, the experiment... Uh, how can we describe the facility that he's conducting his research in? It, it's a it's, big, almost empty room. Right. There's with one a, table at the center. A big... Right, the table... And there's a, there are rats in a fish tank. Yeah. On there's the like, table. Yeah, like three or four white rats in a fish tank. And then a big laser that comes down into what yeah. looks like a lamp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a lamp. It was definitely a lamp. There okay. was a lampshade. Yeah. What is a lampshade, yeah, right? for sure a lampshade. <laughs> just like, just fucking put a lamp yeah. there. I don't know. Yeah. That that lamp over there <laughs> might double as our laser. Yeah. The way, the way he held the rat, too, was very upsetting to me. Oh, he's yeah. holding the rat by the tail, and the rat is, like, flailing. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like... Yeah, yeah. a big rat guy. Yeah, I haven't seen such flagrant <laughs> yeah. disrespect of a rat since Road Trip. No, I just want... <laughs> I want when Tom Green puts that rat in his mouth? Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to point out, too, that we're oh, doing yeah. this... yeah, I forgot to include with your credits, Ratvocate. <laughs> <laughs> there are two dogs here, and Mark couldn't be like less like, don't touch me, dogs. Yeah, but, <laughs> and you're like, that rat, I don't know. Yeah. I'm also picking them up he by also, their tails yeah. and doing other stuff. It's like, he you did be put, where you are. But then he put a Ritz cracker in his mouth and let the rat in his front pocket (laughs) eat it out of his mouth. Real Lenny. (laughs) Don't pet it so hard. Don't pet it so hard. (laughs) So, yeah, the room is, like, barren. There's, like, some computers and stuff lining the back of the room. There was a reel-to-reel. There's, like, a... That that computer? Yeah. That's a (laughs) reel-to-reel? There is close attention given to the fact that there's a reel-to-reel in that room. It's very dark in there, too. Mm -hmm. Like, usually government facilities, I feel like, always have fluorescent lights and this is just lit by the computer screens yeah, themselves yeah, <laughs> which is like which is fine because then you're like oh it's a photosensitive experiment however 
He also, like, when the machine's running, gets very close to it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't... Right, there's no worry of radiation None. or any of that. None he's at just, all. He's a mad scientist, he though. Is. He is. He looks like a mad scientist. He's got mad scientist hair. He looks like what's-his-name from uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 with the green glasses. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, fuck, the, I can't... You know, the parody of a mad scientist. Right, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and... Uh, so his uh, so he's got two forty year old interns, right? And <laughs> he truly does. Yeah, yeah they're and, so. Old. And he's like, flip on all the switches, and they flip on this one switch, and it turns red. And he's like, we got a red it's light. Like, wait, I forget the name of it. It's like Alpha Unit Two or yeah, so. It's got it's, some fake science nonsense. Name. Yeah, they're terrible actors too. Those forty year old interns. Mm. Yeah, like the, just the scene of them talking was like, oh, this is bad. They're this whole movie is just badly. And they also directed. give them like funny lines too. Yeah. yeah. Which is that's a big problem in these Stephen King movies. Because this lines. was, yeah. this was actually not adapted from a Stephen King book. This was written for the screen. Yeah, he he wrote this specifically with the intention of making it an ongoing series. So it's this movie. Um, and it was like in I don't know how many parts, however many parts it was in, and they were gonna they're. That's why the ending is so like weird and kind and of ambiguous. Abrupt, and, yeah, yeah, is because they they intended to keep going with it and like show what happens to right. Harlan Ex- Williams. And <laughs> that, that's right, he appears. Yeah, 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 yeah. half baked. And uh, once, uh, once like once they said they were not going to make a series of this, he goes, "Well, next year, give me four hours of television time, yeah, and I'll wrap it all up." <laughs> right. And, and they were like, like "Fucking no!" <laughs> like, like it, it's not about giving you four hours. What about all the money it costs to make the content for the four hours? God, that's really that's a real bummer. I didn't know that. I assumed it was an adaptation, yeah, and I no. hate that even more because of the like the David Bowie quote that they throw on screen at the end. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I thought that was just like you know, if it was in the, I thought it would just be in the beginning of the book. Yeah, you know, and that there'd be some more context for it in the book. But no, 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 it's just slapped on the screen at the end. <laughs> yeah. So it's it, Stephen King says that it's like I, don't, I think he describes it as the first novel for TV. I, like what a prick! <laughs> <laughs> what a prick thing to say. Yeah, Stephen, if you're listening, love your work. There, there's also a come quote, on the show, huge fan. Yeah. There's also a quote about how like uh, this is only made possible by Twin Peaks, and Twin Peaks has changed serialized television. Yeah, and that this is like almost like his Twin Peaks. This is made po- this that you can't put this. Have on you ever Twin seen Twin Peaks? Peaks? <laughs> I haven't, but I've heard it's, only good things. It's about a beautiful Peaks. show. Yeah. yeah, it's it's beautiful television. It's kind of like how um, in comic books, like Watchmen came out, and it's like this amazing comic, and then people saw it and were like, "Well, that was super violent. Let's just make real violent comics now." Right? Yeah. It's like a they bunch like of they shit picked up on of, the wrong thing. Yeah. Right. It's sort yeah. of like when guy like when the stand up comics we see at open mics are like, "Well, I love Bill Hicks." <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are the worst. Yeah. The guys that love the Bill, Bill Hicks. the disciples yeah. of Hicks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell everyone about what the culture's really yeah. like. Oh yeah, uh-huh. I see through society's veil. And they're like, yeah. isn't reality TV stupid? Just the most pedestrian <laughs> things. But, yeah, oh, but you're up. a huge advocate Love for reality, reality TV. TV. Yeah. yeah, big of fan. Course. Yeah. Um, Shout out to the Big Brother 18. <laughs> <laughs> that show is on. Like, I put on, I turned on my TV and yeah. it was on. And I was like, isn't it crazy to know that somewhere in the world Mark is watching this right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like that song from American Tale of where they're both looking at the same moon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So so yeah, Harlan Williams, <laughs> never getting old. Yep, right. star of Rocketman. Well, he's, he's not. He's never no, getting old. That's true. So he looks they, young. What's that? The real guy looks young too. 
the real Harlan Williams? Yeah, you know, the Rocket Man Harlan Williams. I think he still looks young. Yeah, Rocket yeah. Man. Yeah. I see. I've never seen Rocket Man. Sorry. The, is there a scene in Rocket Man where he, seen Rocket Man. Wait, he's in his spacesuit and he farts and it, it inflates his spacesuit? Oh uh, yeah, I've that seen sounds that in hilarious. Right? <laughs> that sounds very funny. Yeah, I would like to see that. What if like he just chokes himself to death with it instead? Yeah, like he just uses up his oxygen. Oh dude, I could punch this up so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Please what do. we need is a punch up on Rocket Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An 18 year old movie <laughs> that nobody saw. Can make my fan edit of Rocket yeah, Man. Yeah. <laughs> Just more farts. Yeah. Um, whenever it's like there's a silence and somebody there's a, a dialogue break, it's just fart noises. That's a that's a really good idea to have to like put a director's cut of like uh, Mean Streets or something on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, but just throw fart sounds in every. <laughs> yeah, this is Scorsese. Did he do Mean Streets? Is that Scorsese? Oh boy, I don't know. I'm not a cinephile. <laughs> I got. I had like a moment of you're panic. Not a, a, you're not a Scazy head. I'm not a Scazy. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I only like vinyl. That was my entryway <laughs> into Scorsese movies. <laughs> this is gonna be a long episode. Yeah. I can feel it. Yeah. A lot of bits flying around. <laughs> I haven't seen Mark in a while. <laughs> Back in the saddle. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Harlan Williams working in this facility where they're doing dangerous experiments. There's something wrong with the control board for this experiment. Uh, but the mad Dr. Todd Hunter, yeah. uh, pr- he, he insists that they run it anyway and things start exploding. Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny, too, because, like, everything explodes and then they stop exploding and then it explodes again. <laughs> yeah. It's it's weird because it, the music that goes along with this movie, it doesn't fit anything. You like mean like the little blues guitar licks? That, the, the blues that guitar it? and like the weird oboe. And like, <laughs> the, it's like it's Law and Order music. Yeah, yeah. it's so weird. So it, yeah, so things start exploding and our mad scientist doctor, he like... Dr. Todd like, Hunter. Yeah. He's, he does this like weird crawl out of the room. Slow crawl. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's a bad crawl. He could have gotten away much faster. Um, his interns are exploded, mm-hmm. and he when he opens the door to run out, um, there's an explosion behind him. Mm-hmm. Or no, I'm sorry, he knocks down um, Harlan Williams, <laughs> 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 and uh, and he runs past him, and he, Harlan Williams he gets up, dusts himself off, and then he is exploded yeah. also. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, Hit with those, hit me with those gamma rays, baby, or whatever. Yeah, it's never made clear. <laughs> you know what's funny is like you sent me the file for this, and I put it in the Plex app on my Roku. Okay, and the description for this was for the wrong movie. Who so was it, it? It said something about like conquistadors. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like Mayan, like the Mayan prediction yeah. uh, brings about the end of the world You're via like, conquistadors. Huh. I was like, I am disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I got to the end. I was like, what is that movie though, guys? <laughs> I was like, Dondea style conquistadors. <laughs> <laughs> Dios mio. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Harlan Williams, he's taken to a hospital. Yeah, he's taken to like a, it's like one of those pop-up hospitals. An yeah, E.T. hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everything is like, it's Plastic a quarantine. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, somehow his wife sneaks in. Yeah. 
despite being an old old woman, <laughs> she she runs past right. our, uh, Well, Felicity Huffman brings her to the facility, yeah. and she's just like, "I'm going in." Yeah, she's like, "I just need to use the bathroom," and then just yeah, makes yeah. a break for it. Yeah, and they're all like, "Run after her!" Oh, and then they can't. No, which is it's weird, so funny because um, Felicity Huffman says to General Cruz, yeah. "She's like." Is it safe in there? He's like, I'll go check. Yeah, yeah, Meanwhile, yeah. <laughs> she's very much in there. Right. <laughs> so, like, it's Which, kind of a moot point. There's also part I want to talk about where she goes and talks to her husband while he's in the hospital bed and having this, like, conversation. Yeah. And there's a woman kind of, like, sponge bathing his legs. And yeah. then she goes, all right, now time to sponge bath, like, your dick. And, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, I don't know if that's okay. And she's like, no, it's fine. And he's like, no, I, I really don't know if that's okay. My wife's here. And she's like, no, I'm I'm a professional. I'm real good at this. And, and then like, she's like, oh, no, it's not okay. Yeah. But it's like a it's like a six back and forth like, uh, it thing. It took like, they go, so <laughs> long for these three adults well, to decide that somehow it's not okay for a nurse to do her job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that that's so a big stupid. problem with this whole movie is every scene is like two thirds too she, long. But she brings yeah. it, she makes it unprofessional, too, because at one point she's like, I could get a man to sponge bath your dick if you want. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, not me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that to me, I was more like, oh man, this poor nurse is just trying to acquiesce this stupid old man. But, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was like that's that did not need to happen. And then somehow they end up showering together. The Harlan so Williams and Mrs. Harlan Williams, hot yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> some old wrinkled shower can I, action. Can I? I don't know if this is a part of the show. Can, can I submit a new king trope? Yeah. Uh, I feel like horny old people, old couples. Yeah, is a king. It trope. is now. Is it? Yeah, from misery. Of, uh, from misery. Oh yeah, well, it's the same woman. Is it really? That that's the same woman. Same actress. Yeah, she's the horniest old really? bitch in yeah. Hollywood. I feel she's bad terrible. saying bitch on the this oh, movie. That's I don't think you're. She's a very bad actress. I don't. I disagree. <laughs> she's with you. weird. Her I don't lines like, are terrible. I don't, I don't like what you're saying right now. <laughs> No, it, yeah, she played the sheriff's wife in Misery. Horny old. Horny yeah. Let's add it to the list. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and actually, General Cruz, Ed Lauder, was in Cujo. Oh, yeah. Broads, booze, and baseball. <laughs> that was him. Wow. Yeah. Do we have any townies in? The- oh, our townies are all hippies in this movie. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. What, that, what about that janitor friend that Harlan has? Yeah. Oh, mental, our, like, our simpleton? Yeah, yeah with, the, with the crazy eyes. Oh, man. And yeah. the crazy mouth. They're not quite crossing. They're like crazy face. <laughs> yeah, Rob's doing a, a strong visual yeah. thing. It's right like now. a it's like Two-Face, though. If, if the face wasn't scarred, but the mouth was open that much, you know? <laughs> like just the one side. 1. 1.5 face. Yeah. yeah. So, uh... Harlan Williams, he's eventually discharged. From- <laughs> he's eventually discharged from the hospital, and uh, you know, while he's in the hospital, his eyes are glowing green, and they're like, "It's probably nothing. <laughs> you just, you just go home, and we'll assume it's gonna stop." Right. But then also, one of the other, one of those interns survives, kind of. Oh, right. For yeah. a small period yeah, of time, and-, and they, he's like, he's pretty badly burned. And he says, like, uh, he tells one of the medics that is, like, taking him in. He's like, Todd Hunter, he made us do this. Like, we told him not to. And the guy's like, will you testify in this in court? And, and then like, my favorite part in the whole thing is when he goes, I couldn't hear you. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, they just had him not yeah, hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they, he's um, apparently that guy had, like, scars on his body. From an earlier you know, yeah, yeah. life, from just living life, and the scars started to go away. Mm-hmm. So that that sort of like piqued everybody's interest. Like, what what's what's going on here? What's yeah. the deal? So then, 
uh, Harlan Williams. Yes. He's discharged, mm -hmm. right? Um, and then he goes back to take the eye exam, which is a huge fucking plot point in this. No, oh, yeah. The, the eye exam is it's like the linchpin of this whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is to the point where the eye doctor has to be assassinated later <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Right. He was just like, he knows too much. Yeah. He, he, he performed the first eye exam and he's like, huh, oh, your eyes are no good. And then like a week later, he performs like, another one. I'll be darned. Like, oh. You did much better on this one. Right. Bullet in the head. Yeah. Between the eyes. As like, if the eye doctor probably hadn't already forgotten about the appointment with yeah, that man. Right. Do you see how full his filing cabinet was? He has so many yeah, patients. He's, he's burned the file. Yeah, you know? He's just a small town eye doctor. Right. Um, but then we, that's when we met, uh, what's his name? R.D. Call, uh, Jude Andrews. Mm. Who, oh, man. Who used to be Felicity Huffman's partner when she worked for the shop. The shop. He still works with shop. Which we may remember from Firestarter. That's right. Yes. That, Every, was, that was a big thing in that movie. The details of who Jude Andrews to me completely passed me passing by. I have no idea. It's just like a shadowy government agency. He's yeah. like a, a worse version of uh, Javier Bardem from No Country for Old Men. Oh. Javier like Bardem. Former guest of the Ola. show. Oh. Javier. <laughs> oh, thank God. We were just talking about you. Thank Dios. <laughs> what did you think of the character Jude Andrews in this movie? Did you think it was too close to your uh, uh, Sugar character from, from No Country? Oh, you didn't have any coins. <laughs> I have more coins than he did, so... Mine was way better. You did more coin work in that movie. I did good coin work. <laughs> I had to train for six months to do that kind of coin work. Did you train in a, just like a bank? Were you, were you inside one of those penny arcades? <laughs> no, I had, to, I had to train in a gymnasium. I had to wear pads. I worked with a very strong man. Not as strong as me or as big. Right. But... Is pretty good. Not not a strong pig or sexually active, I assume. No, my dick is very chaffed. <laughs> well, right. okay, I got I got to go have sex ah. with several people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye, Javier. Bye. Um, I feel like in No Country for Old Men, Javier Bardem is scary because he's like he just goes after regular people, and there's like a level of like violence that is like and like and coldness. It's yeah. like kind of scary, and this is just like a like a doughy man with a bad mustache. Yeah. And everyone's like, he's unkillable. He's unstoppable. No, I don't think. I don't think it's that he's unkillable. Or I think he's just like, he's just this government guy. He's this fucking ghost. Yeah. He, he the shop is in Firestarter. The shop is this whole the shadow government agency that specializes in seeming like he's supernatural supposed to be. Things. He's supposed to be the George C. Scott of this movie, right? Which they reference here. Did they? They, I yeah. miss that. Um, they make a reference to um, John. She, What's later his on, name in that? John. John Rainbird. Yeah, is the best op there ever lived. Wow, I totally. But miss I that. think Jude Andrews is better. That's what Felicity Huffman says. Like in hour three. It's weird to. Ha <laughs> it's weird to just have that be her opinion instead of being like John Rainbird was the bet was the best until Jude Andrews showed up. Sure. Instead of like just making it seem like objective fact, but she's like, but in my opinion, oh. Oh, we have a phone call. Cool. Uh, well, keep Probably going, Probably Javier Bardem. <laughs> <laughs> he left, but he forgot to tell us something. We'll take a short break. Okay. All right, where were we? John and we're back. We're talking about John Rainbird. John Rainbird. Verse Jude Dr Andrews. <laughs> Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in, uh, in Firestarter, 
John Rainbird is played by George C. Scott, mm -hmm. and he's a Native American who his like finishing move is to karate chop you across the face, destroying <laughs> your whole face. Yeah, he pushes like he pushes your nose into your brain, but like oh, smashing the whole face. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mess. Yeah, and he wants to uh, he he keeps saying that he wants Drew Barrymore because she's a fire starter, and he wants he wants to be the one to kill her. And take her power. Yeah. Mm. But he also wants to fuck her, right? It's There's a strong implication. Unclear, but kind it's of. It's pretty clear. It's not that clear. It's it's weird. Come on. I don't, I don't remember <laughs> seeing the movie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Jude, I agree, though. There's nothing, like, particularly intimidating about Jude Andrews. I feel like he right. wears his pants up real high. Yeah. They all do, though. They all and do, he, yeah. He, he's got a real smoking problem. He's a real smoking man. Yeah. And uh, a mustachioed fella. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Felicity Hoffman keeps making him out to be like this badass. And he does kill almost everybody in the it, movie. <laughs> with impunity. Yeah. It, it's like it, he, he, it doesn't matter. Like right. he does it recklessly and yeah, with abandon. Right. Uh, they talk about him though he's like he's Jason Voorhees and he's just like, like a fat dude yeah. with a mustache. It's the visual that I think that. There's a visual disconnect. Yeah, you're right. just like, oh, this is someone's bad uncle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if this is this is like 1991, two. What is this? Oh, 90, wow. 91. We didn't even usually we do that at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bad on me. <laughs> it's ninety one. There were no who who are you gonna get? Who's like who's the badass of nineteen ninety one? Who could play this? Hmm. Like he's the the government guy. Like it's all it's all like. Jean-Claude Van, like Damme. Van Damme. Yeah, shit, you know, you have like the hyper masculines, but they're all like probably at the peak of their drug problems, yeah. and their <laughs> drinking problems. Like right. everyone's too bloated to be effective. Just, oh my god! Just Van Damme has just got his face buried in a pile of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, just, I guess just, he's like just like mole, like a mole tunneling through. <laughs> Cocaine. <laughs> At least he could run or something, you know. Yeah, yeah but, but I don't know. I, don't know. There, I no like him. I like him not running. Like yeah. I like the I like the sugar factor of that. Right. Um, I don't know. Oh God, I feel him coming back. No, <laughs> fight him. Fight him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, they find out <laughs> <laughs> that happens all the time. Rob Rob almost throws up a small <laughs> twin. <laughs> uh, we uh, so Harlan Williams he like goes about his business. He goes back to his life. Yeah, and, and he starts like he starts feeling better, and his hair is this de white white yeah. hair starts getting some uh, some pepper back mm -hmm, into it. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile. Um, so this is my big issue with it is that you have the story where this it's essentially like a Benjamin Button thing is happening. Right. He's getting younger and they do nothing with it. We spend four hours and all that happens is his hair gets a little brown and then he dyes it white again. Yeah. And so like to me, like he should like almost be like a child again. Like I want to see some active, like really Well, maybe that's where they were going with the other four hours that Stephen King wanted. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> What Listen, about these we got us, yeah, we well, gotta lay the down thing. the ground. Yeah. We got guys. him from age seventy down to probably 60 forty, or something. yeah, like forty-five at best. Yeah, by yeah, the yeah, very yeah, end of right. it, he was like fifty. Yeah, maybe fifty. So yeah, yeah. that's not enough. We yeah. should have gotten him down to like 
25. All yeah, by the end in... of this movie, he still looks like an older guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> two and a half He's hours probably of... still got like old make old face yes. stuff on. And two and a half hours of, of Benjamin Button, he he like is like an old baby and then becomes like a young old baby again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like we see all these things and he does all these things and uh, fucking Hurricane Katrina happens. Like all this stuff happens in two and a half hours. And in four yeah, where hours, was Hurricane Katrina in this movie? <laughs> in Better four, question, where was Slimer? Uh, Slimer was not in this movie. Our new segment, Where Was Slimer? <laughs> Welcome to Where Was Slimer. My biggest gripe with this movie, Slimer wasn't in it. Yeah. Furthermore, <laughs> uh, I saw in the trailer for the new Ghostbusters that there's going to be a Mrs. Slimer. Oh. What? She wasn't in this movie either. Does she have boobs? No, but she's got a bow in her hair. <laughs> oh, it's like and a, probably a Pac-Man Thing? Yeah, huh. so uh, she wasn't in this either. Interesting. So that's two strikes against the golden years, in my opinion. <laughs> and this has been where was Slimer? Yeah, Mark is looking. And Mark's face is like, I don't know what's going on right now. I, I heard. I feel like I heard this in one of the other episodes, but I only kind of understand the bit. <laughs> the bit was just that Rob was mad that Slimer wasn't in. Yeah. Uh, what was sometimes? It? They sometimes come they come back. back. Yeah. Um, we were mad that there wasn't a fat greaser, and somehow that got extrapolated into there's no Slimer in the movie. No one was slamming hot dogs down, driving buses. Right. And then I started thinking about how Mrs. Slimer and Slimer is the same thing, except one has a bow in their hair. Yeah. yeah. And then I started imagining you, Dan, with like another you, but there's a bow in her hair. Wow. Okay. Like, so um, <laughs> what I'm hearing yeah, is that you're a real you Slimer of a man. Well, uh, thanks for coming on the show, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Uh, yeah, insulted to your face. Yeah, why was that insulting? It's like it'd be, it'd be weird if like, why it was, was like, it insulting to be likened to Slimer? Oh no, not because you're Slimer. I, the, the idea that like you would that someone would go out with like just them, oh, the, the, yeah, just their entire the female, body shape, yeah. but, like with this them with like a bow in their hair. Yeah, just like a bow in their hair and a pussy in their crotch. <laughs> with a like, bow in that, with a bow in my hair and a pussy in my crotch. I like <laughs> Dorothy Parker. Yeah, <laughs> like if you think about Pac Man and Miss Pac Man, like just imagine everyone. Right, like, yeah. Pac Man is so full of himself, marrying someone that looks just like him. <laughs> it is pretty, pretty insane if you think about yeah. it. Yeah, I would. Would you marry the? Pa- Miss Pac-Man version of myself. Yeah, just you with a bow tie. Yeah, like no secondary bow tie. No Not even a hair. Me, yeah, me as yeah. A, like a Chippendales. <laughs> no secondary sex character. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Just a bow in your hair. Yeah. Bow tie. No, just a bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> just you in a in a suit, and nice duds, spats. <laughs> the version of myself I wish I was. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, Very good. Yeah. I didn't mean to call you Slimer. I wasn't thinking of it That's like okay. that. That's okay. I like hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you were right to call me Slimer. Okay. We should just get a whole mess of hot dogs. I've got a this. lot of... Like Slimer, I too, I have a lot of fluids. Oh. So. Yeah. As you're talking, you open up an ecto-cooler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is, does Slimer drink ecto-cooler? No. He's on the bottle. Yeah, he, he is, bottle. He he is, is ecto-cooler, right? Yeah. They milk Slimers <laughs> right. to get ecto-cooler, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, you gotta. You they gotta, twist his teeth and yeah, 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 cool yeah, come You out. gotta yank on his tits. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's where Ecto Cool comes from. You gotta yank <laughs> on his tits. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. We'll be right back. <laughs> uh, so, what else happens in this stupid fucking thing? Yeah, I, well. Really? Okay, yeah. so the, uh, Jude Andrews, the CIA, or the shop guy, he 
he basically he just wants uh, Harlan Williams. They the, want the shop wants him to, to conduct experiments. Yeah, so Harlan or uh, uh, Jude starts killing like everybody around Harlan Williams, like yeah. anybody who like William Nilliam. He's just yes. whoever he can get his hands right. on. That is going one down. colonel that he like smashes his head into the <laughs> steering wheel, yeah. and then he like sends him off the bridge. Yeah, like just anybody. That guy was barely in this. Barely, <laughs> barely had a connection. <laughs> yeah. Um, the photographer that took a picture, a picture. Of, of the eye doctor's dead body. <laughs> I was glad to see him go. Well, yeah, he was a he was a real dipshit. You know what? Let's make this. Let's do in memoriam right now while we're talking about uh, it. Can okay. we do that? Because like, there's such a long body count, and we're gonna say them all, and then we're definitely gonna forget some, and it would be a shame to see the dead, you know, go unremembered. Yeah. All right. All right. When people run in circles, <laughs> Jesus Christ. How'd you find the fuzziest version? <laughs> What's yeah, going on? Through a fuzz pedal there. <laughs> um, it was uh, Gary Jewell's Mad World from the Donnie Darko soundtrack. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, hold on. I didn't like a that. Big muff pedal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I didn't like it. It's one for all you gearheads out there. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> There's two theme songs, this segment? No, no, I, I didn't like he, that last one. He oh. changes it every time we do it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, all right. welcome so, to well, Immemorial. Yeah, this is Immemorial. <laughs> so, we got that cur- steering wheel colonel. Yeah, steering wheel colonel. Uh, shitty photographer who, I was so glad. He was like the funny guy of the movie. I was very glad to see him go. Yeah. Uh, also, like, why was he from the 20s with his big... Exploding bulb camera, yeah, and like that that thing yeah, sticking pr- out yeah, of his with cap the, that, that that said press on it, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god, yeah, he was so anachronistic. Yeah, um, the eye doctor, eye doctor did not need to die. I, was he, there anyone who died that you felt didn't need to die, Mark? Uh, the obnoxious hippies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they were like, hey, like uh, we'll just leave and you can have them, and then they're like, they're like, you're not good enough. You. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, yeah. yeah the innocent, <laughs> the many innocent bystanders in that granola shop. Oh, the granola heads. Yeah, that was like... <laughs> oh. They're protecting you, and you're calling them granola heads and yeah. shit? She's so rude. Yeah, they everyone was very rude to those caricatures of yeah. hippies. <laughs> they were like that Simpsons hippie guy. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, hey, man. <laughs> yeah. Just like Tommy Chong in mm-hmm. it up. Yeah. You know? they, were like part- if, they were like, if Tommy Chong was uh, Gizmo... From Gremlins, <laughs> they are the Gremlins that yeah. popped off of him. Yeah, he. They're all like, uh, this doesn't. Uh, this we're jumping ahead, but whatever. It doesn't they, matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all. Uh, nothing all, matters, right. Rob. <laughs> the world is a vampire. Right. Nothing ends. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, it's been a while since I've done a smashing pumpkin. <laughs> since you smashed a pumpkin. Yeah. Uh, they. They're all like. No, we could just talk to him, all right? If you guys want to settle your differences with violence, that's on you, man. We want to just talk about it and then leave. So this movie has, like, a strong pro-violence message. Yeah. yeah. In right. turn... The General and Felicity Huffman are like, 
it's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> and she flat out says that. Yeah. There's a part where the general dresses like a hippie and they act like it's the funniest thing that's yeah. ever happened. Well, it like, is. to be fair, he does look stupid. Yeah. Like, I, I can't tell. Was it in the 90s the hippie costumes were the funniest thing around? I don't or was know. it just that, like. I think. To, it, well, well, 91, it like, it's like post-80s yeah. still. I know we, we're going to be saying that till like 2003. I know. It's like post-80s. <laughs> but like, it, it still is probably, right? So you still have like the 80s values, which are like very, very conservative. Yeah, they're conservative. It's, it's Reagan, capitalism, baby. baby. Yeah. Yeah. Big phones, fast right. cars. Cocaine. Women with broad shoulders and big pointy tits. Pointy. <laughs> rock hard yeah. titties. Just like glass balls in their chest <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah i don't know like it's it would be like if somebody was dressing like kurt cobain now is, is that the same sort of like it's 26 years since like the height of nirvana let's say yeah 25 years i think but it's more also, like kid and play i think like yeah, maybe. a little sillier. Or if you're dressed like uh, what's the, the little kids? They wore their like their clothes backwards. Oh, Chris Cross, Cross. Cross. make yeah. you want to jump. Uh, jump. Yeah. yeah, I wish I had a drop for jump. I'm surprised you don't. Yeah, but then again, have that also... ready for the next in memoriam. <laughs> <laughs> there's also like a hipster movement where you dress like kid and play and right. Stuff I was now, trying so. to think of like what values. Is you... it really? Yeah. I hate what everything. values you could adopt <laughs> that uh, that would like be. Similar. Laughable, yeah. Now and I don't know. It's like I guess like has, steampunk has, is the closest. The has, only has thing that's not happened. Like, has anybody had like an identity in the past like twenty years? <laughs> like as a as a culture, have we adopted? No, anything you like just that? like put on a costume. And that's it, right? And goth maybe. Like if you had like a Marilyn Manson goth thing going on. Yeah, but goths are still around. Yeah, but that's so like, hippies. Yeah, I but. guess I guess goth is like kind of laughable, but even that's been co-opted by like Brooklyn witches. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, like chokers and shit yeah. and I don't know, crystals and stuff. Mm. Like it's like I'm a gothy witch. I cast spells. It's, no you don't. You don't even mean that. What are you doing? <laughs> um uh, anyway, this has been guys talking about what women do. <laughs> Sick balls. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so what were, how do we get on? Oh, right. The hippies. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, so but, is this the end of like In Memoriam? Is that the end of? Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to In Memoriam. Right. Back it's, to the show. We're done. Yeah. Uh, you're but, all done. But the, the whole, it, for the first hour is about that explosion pretty much. And then the next like two hours or so is, uh, the guy Jude Anderson killing everybody around them and Felicity Huffman, like finding her heart and trying to. Like she scoops up Harlan Williams and his wife, and they're on the road, baby. Right. And her justification for doing this, I she says it in a phone call to the general. She's like, um, I don't know him, but her wife is nice. Yeah. Like th that is what she sweet, says. Sweet people. Almost verbatim. <laughs> sweet her sweet lady. Yeah. I don't know him at all. Yeah. But his wife is nice. Yeah. Mm. Just nice. Not even a good person, just you know, <laughs> good at small talk. That's it. So Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, so the climax of the movie really is like that standoff in like the hippie cafe. It's like, it's like a co-op or something. I thought it was just a commune, like just a big uh, yeah, house that everybody yeah, lived right. in. Yeah. And the commune people are like, you brought this to us. You're going to get us all killed yeah. by doing this. And they're all like, shut up, granola heads. Yeah. yeah. And then sure and like, enough, you know, you... everyone dies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is the bloodbath they promised. <laughs> um, and then there's like a the final showdown 
anticlimactic showdown is in like a like a sewage runoff thing. Yeah, <laughs> they like run out they, of a, uh, a. It's a big storm drain. Yeah, that uh, Felicity Huffman and Harlan Williams they run through that puddle. Wife. Yeah, even though they could have easily run around yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but then Jude Anderson, he's like, or Andrews, he's gonna he's gonna kill Felicity Huffman. And he's going to kill, he wants a, He still wants Harlem Williams. Like, this is such a big fucking ordeal for somebody who's aging backwards. Right. You know? <laughs> and he, uh, he, you don't and, think, and he starts, he, wait, hold on. You don't think eternal life is that big a deal? I think it, that's is a it, pretty big deal. Is it eternal life or is it just, is he just Benjamin Button? If they can get a handle on it, it's eternal life. But then during the thing, during, um, during the movie, during all this, the mad scientist guy figures it out. Oh right, he he's like he puts, oh he puts, he puts a, a clock, clock on and the clock starts running backwards. Yeah, I'm I I have to do a, a an emphatic jerk off motion for yeah. that because that is yeah. the laziest shit I've ever seen. That's some 1950s bullshit. But he's right. like he, he, the the big problem with the the mad scientist is he's just like a dick about safety reg- regulations. Yeah, yeah. Like, he ba- yells like at basic everybody. things. People are like, hey, there's a red thing that says you can't do it. And he's like, you shut your fucking mouth. I'm going to do <laughs> Which it. Which is so funny because he's like, at a certain point later on, there's like some hitch in, in the plan. Yeah. I forget what it is, but then he's like, all right, we have to wait a little bit. Yeah. What is the... It, I don't know. Something slows him down a little bit, but he's just like, all right, let's just cool it for a minute. Yeah. yeah. And he does. Yeah. So I don't know. He he's very selective. Bit. Yeah. He also has a weird thing. <laughs> yeah, it's with, character growth. Yeah. <laughs> with his, uh, with, he goes to his father's grave. <laughs> I love right? you, Daddy. 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 I kind of zoned out, and then he was like lying next to his father's grave, and I'm like, "What happened?" And then I just decided not to rewind and find out. No, he yeah. like I I didn't pay attention to his whole speech, and then I just saw him in a fetal position, going, "I love you, Daddy." <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, well, we haven't daddied in a while. I know. It's been too long, if you <sighs> ask me. I miss it. I like yeah. that we like just moved past pretty much two and a half hours in the middle. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Like, but that's the thing. Like, there, it's, it's nothing just, really happens. Yeah. It's just them chasing. And at one point, Harlan Williams, after aging down seven years, has sex with his wife. Yeah. It's it awesome, right? It's real cool. Yeah. I loved it. The, he's like, and the, he, he's like, Honey, let's slow dance. And she's like, only if it's real slow. And I'm like, who? <laughs> and then they're like, get it, that slow grind. And he's going. like, it remind. It still feels like Coney Island. And she's like, same. <laughs> like you mean hot dogs? Because <laughs> I, yeah, like I got that slime. Because I got that slime of brain. <laughs> I thought they were trying to say that it was like better than it ever had been sex. Because I guess now he's like. Mature enough to like know what to do, but he's got. But he's getting boners again. Slightly baby. younger yeah. body. The, yeah, the, but the oh. hardest boners he's had in years. Oof. Gross. Their daughter's <laughs> blind too. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also her service dog is an attack dog, which doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. that's not how. Atta- uh, that's yeah, not how. You're service not allowed to be a, yeah. a service dog if you're also an attack. Dog. You can't have your cake <laughs> and sick it too. How come? How come her attack dog? How come not attack dog? Her service dog wasn't in the in memoriam section. Oh, uh, right. Uh, like, that's a big part of it. Open, they hey, open die. that back up. <laughs> All right. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I got two dogs under the table. <laughs> All right. We're back in In Memoriam. <laughs> Thanks for coming back to In Memoriam with us. Oh, uh, that sweet, sweet pooch. That, that beautiful pooch uh, whose name was like Whitney. No. <laughs> Whitney the dog. 
a beautiful German shepherd, purebred. Yeah. Um, uh, a, a master of two trades. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Jack of two trades. Because if you're if you're an attack dog, you can't yeah. be an effective master of dog. none. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, although a pretty good attack dog. Yeah, by the look of it. But then he get, he got shot. Yeah, yeah, in the side. Yeah. What about that part where uh, Scully from X Files falls asleep <laughs> in her clothes and wakes up in her underwear for some reason? Yeah. yeah. Ooh. No? No good guys? We were both a little too... Yeah! yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. That's them high-fiving? Yeah. <laughs> pig in that kid? You want to hit that again? Yeah. It's because he's trying to stick his pig in that kid? <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Uh, I haven't called a dick a pig in a while, huh? I know. Are we We've all... grown so much. <laughs> I feel like we're off. Were we ever so young? Uh, yeah, I don't. So, I don't know. Middle two hours, not much happens. Yeah. So, right. Some death. Let's back to the climax. Yeah. Let's let's talk yeah. about it. So, yeah, uh, Jude Andrews. He's gonna. He's ready to kill. Yeah. He and for some reason, even though he's a sharpshooter, yeah. gets uh, yeah, real close to them. Yeah. Um, and Harlan Williams yeah. grabs his wife and says, "Whatever you do, don't let go." And he starts glowing green. Yeah. Um, there was a part earlier in the movie. We're jumping all over the place. It so doesn't matter. Fucking, who cares? It doesn't matter. Where he's hitchhiking to Chicago in that truck. Oh yeah. And he's like, he's asleep, and he starts glowing again. And the sun comes up, and there's a giant earthquake, and it freaks everybody out on the road. Yeah. Um, but the sun doesn't come up anywhere else. Nobody else is freaked out. So it just came up on the sun. Just came up on that one highway. Which uh, not how the sun works. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. Um, it's a big, it's a big ball, very far away. Yeah. So not yeah. how it works. Yeah. No. Um, so, so, but he's a, like, so there's, there's allusions to him having like powers. powers. Yeah. But the, what knows? those powers yeah. are is not clear because in this case they're very different. Yeah. Basically, what happens is he glows green. Uh, Jude tries to like, I guess, strike him or something, but he gets close enough that he's. In the field of his powers, and he is struck dead. Right. Or well, not no, dead. No, no, no. He's, he's just he's incapacitated like, for a second. He and then falls. he stands up, and Felicity Huffman shoots him through the heart. Yep. Yep. And and he's to blame. Yes. Yeah. Um, and and then uh, and then the, they disappear. Then the Williams disappear. Right. Yeah. And that's it. Well, she shoots him in the heart because he puts her back. To, he puts his back to Felicity Huffman. Right. Completely just leaves her there. She picks up a gun and shoots him. Yeah, she's yeah, just he a woman. He tosses her gun away, and I was like, why didn't he just hold the gun? <laughs> he could have just held on to the gun. Yeah, no. I also got really mad. Like they're all they're both bad for like elite agents. Like yeah, the part where they sneak out of the house when they know he's coming, and she writes a note to him. Mm-hmm. They they could have bought ten minutes if he had to go through that whole house and try to find them. Yeah. She writes the big love note yeah, on yeah, the yeah. mirror and lipstick. It's like you fool. Why? Yeah, why why sign it? Yeah. Or like, yeah, put it in some remote corner of the house. Yeah. I don't know. There's an upstairs. Yeah. You could have you still could have had your fun. Um uh. let's see. In my notes here, real quick, uh, do you remember how to play baseball? That was annoying. That oh, was yeah. so annoying. Uh, so do you know how to play baseball was their code for um giving phone numbers to each right. other in case the lines were tapped, which everything was tapped in this movie. <laughs> right. Everything's tapped, but also like the the uh like the, the code or whatever was like, all right, it's the top of the eighth. We're down by two runs. Like 
They're just, he, she's just saying numbers that are the num the phone number. <laughs> Is that what it was? That's what I figured. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I didn't know because she was doing like double digit numbers at some points too. I thought there was more to it than that. No, I no. I'm just giving two numbers at once. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, she fooled me. <laughs> I could not keep up. I also couldn't keep up while watching it either. I had no idea. What that I just was. like I just assumed it was more complicated. Yeah. Like I didn't try to follow along because I assumed there was no code. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there wasn't because it was just all on the surface for us. So and there were uh, Jude Andrews had two assistants. Um, the one guy who was in the Hawaiian shirt when uh-huh. he was first introduced. Oh yeah, and then that he, guy who I thought was Chris O'Donnell for a second. Yeah, yeah. Is is that two beautiful dogs being silly? That's 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 gotta we gotta stop. <laughs> Put an end to it. It's okay. Um, they're very cute. <laughs> so there was that guy, and then there was the other guy from Dexter. Um, hold on, wait for it. Was that who was Captain Trips working for? <laughs> Captain Trips was the hippie guy. Yeah, but wasn't he like in cahoots with someone? He or did like, he just get like captured he, by Stephen Root or something? He no. knew someone. He was on the phone with someone. Yeah, he was. But he's just like an informant. Okay. He's just all like, right. that's when he was like, check the blue list, put it out to like all these old hippies and whores and stuff. Gotcha. Uh, um, also, uh, interesting bit of trivia, Captain Trips, that's the name of the flu yeah. that wipes out the earth in the stand. <laughs> so so look forward to that. But we're not at the miniseries yet, so technically that's information from the book, and oh. I shouldn't be talking about it because right. we can never talk about the book. I heard there's implication that the the evil corporation, like no, the the evil government or agency, the shop, they like do something in the stand that makes the world bad. Good, they're a big part of that as well. Connected. The shop is in the stand. Yeah, good. I think I, I've the last few movies have been interconnected. I feel like. Yeah, I, I feel like shared the universe. Yeah, the shared universe. Your theory from uh, older episodes. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's coming back. You you feel like this is connected to? Well, this is connected to Firestarter. In, for, indubitably, you're right. Yeah, there's. <laughs> um, and since I don't remember that movie that well, mm-hmm. um, what else? Drew Barrymore is in that. She's also in Cat's Eye, which yeah. had a bunch of shit. Yep. I'm gonna say it's the same girl. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all the same universe. It's this King universe, baby. The Kingo verse. Yeah, yeah. I'll go. I I'm, I'm I would love to think that. I mean, yeah. that Dark was... Tower suggests that it's all, it's all canon. It, it yeah, it's all th- through doorways that lead to that are surrounded by nothing, and uh, it's all interconnected. In high school, I read it and I loved it so much that I read a book called Insomniac because it took place in the same town as it. Uh huh. And I <laughs> hated all, it. It was very bad. They all t- was it Castle Rock. It's it was whatever town they're in in in, in the book it, the same uh, main town and they probably meet Castle Rock. They even meet Mike the uh, the black guy from it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they meet him at the library. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Uh, yeah, the that like overlap of characters. Yeah. Also, Insomniac is another book that has old pe- old couples having sex. So Ooh. that's why I was so sure that that was a kind trope. of the opposite of it. Yeah, where yeah. there's, there's young a... people having <laughs> bad sex. Yeah, <laughs> the worst kind. Um. Yeah, but so the the this this golden years business ends with, with as so many of these do 
abruptly yeah. with people just walking away arm in arm. In this case, it's <laughs> Felicity Huffman and Ed Lauder. Yes. Is that his name? Ed? Ed Lauder. Ed Lauder. And they're, they're in there. He's in his hippie gear. And yeah. He's looking at his duds. He's kind of like, you know what? I could Maybe get used to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like kind of in love the whole time. And yeah. They're, it's they're, weird because he's like, remember the part like where she rubs, his, she rubs his bald head with her fingertips? Oh, I yeah. hated it. Uh, I know. It's what weird. about when he, she's on the couch reading like, uh, file or something, and he's got like a creepy TV where he's controlling the camera, oh! and he's like running it up her legs. Yeah, yeah. At that point, I was like, "Oh God, he's like creeping on her," yeah. and then she's like into it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't like it. Well, they were they were. Oh fucking. no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Well, they were fucking. Well, yeah, why not? They're having sex already. Why not yeah. have a little uh, spy camera fun? Yeah. Why not, indeed? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we didn't even talk about the fact that Stephen King is a cameo in this. That's true. Oh, he's the bus driver. Yeah. yeah. And he they hams treat, it up. Yeah, they treat him way. like he's an asshole. Yeah. He treats them like they're assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, isn't it funny? The world they, is a cold place. <laughs> isn't it funny that they hate the bus driver, even though that's the writer of the story? Yeah. yeah. And you're like, I guess. I don't uh, know. I don't know. Whatever. What was he doing on a clipboard? What did? What were bus drivers in 1991 up to? I don't know. He was writing on a clipboard a lot. <laughs> yeah. Is that how they, like... But, I don't know. Drove buses? They want to keep track of who's on the bus. Yeah. It's like, all right. Pick, I picked yeah, up two. Made a left turn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so I guess that's the end of this thing. Oh, yeah. and like we said, the the uh, epilogue is a quote from David Bowie. Yeah, <laughs> which is weird. Yeah, it's also the theme song of the series is Golden Years. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So um, get into segments. Let's t- let's talk about let's talk about um. Let's do oh that hurt hurts oh that hurts my parts. Should we? Oh, that hurts my parts. This is Oh, That Hurts My Parts, <laughs> where we talk about our least favorite part of, in this case, the miniseries. Mark, what hurt your parts? Oh, first, oh, fuck. I, I was hoping you guys would say All something. All right. We can, no, no, we can. <laughs> there's, no, there's no set order. Uh, Rob, do you know what hurt your parts the most? I mean, it, the, it's hard to pick. Yeah, the pacing of this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was trying. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, with... With the movie It, there was stuff happening, at least. Like, it, that's long. Oh, no, oh, it's fine. Damn. Keep talking. <laughs> the, the movie's long, but there's stuff going on in it. And there's right. like, and you got like Tim Curry to latch on to and whatever yeah. else, right? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what we latched on to. Right. In our episode about that. Yeah. Uh, I, I think if you did a count, we probably said Tim Curry more than they say fucking Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but there's not a whole lot of that. There's nothing in here to there to latch is, on no. to, and it's four hours, and it 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 breathes, man. <laughs> there is there is some air in this movie. It's it does it's like one deep inhale and then one deep exhale. Yeah, the like the intro, like the first when you, we see the Harlan Williams riding his bike to work, it takes what feels like ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and they show him like every pedal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's too much. Yep. Way too much. Agreed. Um, so yeah, there's not there's not one particular part. You could have cut an hour and a half out of this at least, mm-hmm. and it made it a fine TV movie. Yeah, it's it's clear that Stephen King isn't accustomed to writing TV. Right, and that's that's the fucking thing about this is like it's a TV novel. Yeah, no, you look uh, at. I think if I think if we had broken this up into like hour long chunks, yeah. or whatever. I'm guessing these were hour long episodes. Uh, I don't know. I'll I'll look into it. But uh, 
<laughs> um, I'm guessing if we broke it up into its regular parts, we'd see that. Um, oh, oh the, that hurt my parts. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a Dan joke. <laughs> um, it was seven parts. Seven parts. So right, because the last two I think were written by someone else. They're so all if we thirty-seven. The last two were written by time. Stephen King. No, the la- no, the last two Opposite. were written by someone else. Stephen King wrote the first five, and the last two were written by I forget his name. Oh, Joseph Anderson. Joseph Anderson. So I'm, I bet if you broke it up into its original parts, you'd find that the last two are paced much, much better. Sure. Much more pleasantly. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> not it's nothing against Stephen King. Even it's just like there's a way that you write for TV that right. he doesn't he just, know how yeah, to do just yet because uh, he never really had to. Yeah. Um. So. I agree. It's, this this it's reminded so me of the Langoliers, which is coming up pretty oh, soon. Oh, I can't wait! And the pacing in the Langoliers—it's—it's it's exhausting. It's—and <laughs> that's one setting. Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, I think no. Well, they go to the plane. They—they <laughs> <laughs> they go across a tarmac to a plane, right. and that's it. Yeah. So we have that to look forward to. But yeah, I think my parts probably most hurt just by like. All the character design, the lazy, <laughs> yeah, cheap the costume design, yeah, and stuff, yeah, all like, yeah, character and set design. It, it was uh-huh. just like it felt so flimsy. It's, it's like it was like yeah. in Blazing Saddles when they build the fake town. Yeah, that's how everything felt in this. Yeah, like the outside of the uh, like the laboratory facility that that establishing shot yeah. that they keep using. Yep. With that big tower with the hole in the oh, side. Oh god! Of it. And like the B-roll of the helicopter. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and the really bad ADR of Felicity Huffman when she's handing out like those little dossiers yep. to all the government people. Yep. So so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, um, you got anything? I think I don't know because I, I, this whole I think the things I probably dislike the least are things I've just entirely forgotten altogether. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's at least cert- there's certain characters who I just didn't understand who they were when they first showed up uh-huh. and just never paid attention. I feel like I seem to remember a guy in a suit yelling. <laughs> Maybe he was a, a news reporter. Maybe he wasn't. I don't know. But there's yeah. a whole in a suit yelling, and he's talking to another guy. No, it was like uh, it wasn't a suit. It was like a, like a button down white shirt and tie. I don't know. Hmm. I just I don't okay. remember. But so I'm gonna go with the, the idea that like I feel like he miscalculated what's interesting about his story entirely. Yeah, that like, happens a lot. Yeah, but the whole thing that's is what like he does. Yeah, it's like well, what would happen if a guy started aging backwards? You know, and you could have like a whole thing like like you see Benjamin Button. It's like well, how does he like. You know, relate to his wife as he becomes younger, as right. he gets older. Like that's the interesting stuff. And he goes, "Well, if someone was aging younger, the government's probably gonna hunt them down and probably shoot them like a dog in the street. So we gotta, we gotta do that drama." And it's like, "Well, no, just do like the interpersonal drama, yeah, of, of the thing." So I feel like he, but he's not a drama guy. Because the whole thing is called the golden years, so it should be like he's getting older, but, but he's that's getting younger. The misdirection, you know, yeah. it's ironic. <laughs> it's yeah. not. So it's just like. Uh, I don't know. I I, I think this the More entire like the concept. phosphorescent green years, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, it, it's like it is miscalculated is the perfect word for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, certain yeah, certain elements are just like blown up for no reason. Yeah. yeah. Like I feel like I, I understand the Harlan Williams stuff because I'm like, oh, he's getting <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's getting younger. I get that storyline, but then the, the general, I'm still like, wait, who? What's the general want? And then what does this guy yelling in a suit want? And what's the uh, the mad scientist want? It is right. very unclear why anyone is trying to help Harlan Williams and yes. his wife. Yeah. I get I get why they why the shop wants them for research. I don't get why anyone's uh, advocating for them. 
Yeah, it, well, yeah, it's just because they're nice well, people. Well, his wife is nice. Yeah, that's, that's right. really it. Yeah. She, um, that, that, that's a lesson, she, Dan. Yeah, got, she likes... And Rob, you gotta marry a nice woman <laughs> so that you're not killed by, like, a dog. Killed by, by a dog? Killed by and like a dog. Yeah. By a, a chubby guy Killed a like a combination service <laughs> attack dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, what about uh, shining moments, guys? Anything, anything that you liked particularly... <laughs> in earnest or ironically, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm gonna say I, I'll go first because I, I actually thought found this the relationship between Harlan and his wife very sweet. Yes, I, yeah, they were they yeah. were nice. They're hard disagree. <laughs> that's that's crazy. <laughs> All right, they're Why? both so weird. I don't know. I don't like them. Why? <laughs> Oh, she's. I think I, I. I maintain. I think she's a bad actress. I think she did a lot of her line deliveries. I was like, that's Claudette from the room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A yeah, lot yeah. of it had that that tinge to it. So I can see where and Mark's and I feel like if you there. actually listen to what they say when they're trying to be sweet, yeah. they're weird. They're just a bunch of weirdos, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Are you, I, I, but like, give me an example. What are you talking about? There's a the thing I like most about this. I just liked uh, Snapchatting things I thought were weird. Yeah. And then I would get bored, and then like I'd get I'd have another Snapchat. And the thing I liked was there's a part where she's like uh, in the hospital. In the hospital. Where, yeah, where yeah. she's like um, sponge bathing his legs, and yeah. she's like, "You got weird legs." How I've missed them, like just, <laughs> just a weirdo. I don't know. Well, that, yeah, that that's a weird line of dialogue. But I don't know when when uh, Felicity Huffman and the wife get on the bus, and and the wife and him are like, oh, and he does the running alongside the yeah, bus yeah. thing. I was like, oh, this guy, this guy, he's a sweet man. Yeah, like, but I also the, was like, oh, come on. Well, what the fuck else are they gonna do? <laughs> not, I don't know. Maybe not that. Nah, I disagree. Yeah, I, I found like, it I'm, sweet. I and, thought it was. I thought it was very trite that part yeah well uh yeah it was trite (laughs) (laughs) it was trite and i loved it yeah (laughs) the the end you are getting soft in your old age (laughs) (laughs) all right fuck you cunts (laughs) uh so wait did you pick a shining moment i'm gonna say it's uh me snapchatting things yeah that was that that might be my shining moment too (laughs) it was like anything you snapchatted me um uh shining moment maybe ed louder in that stupid outfit yeah, that when with the beads, the yeah. beads really tie the whole thing together, yeah. don't they? Yeah, um, that was your favorite part. No, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really enjoy any of this, and again, I kept falling asleep. Yeah, this it, was a hard. It one was to watch. really hard yeah. to yeah. enjoy. Um, no, I think honestly, them waiting through that water at the end for no reason. Felicity <laughs> Huffman twice. Three times. Well, it must have been because she went across, yeah, she, then back, then across again. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. So that for me, it'll be senseless water waiting. All right. <laughs> and uh, King Tropes, let's, uh, should we rattle In them the off? What I'm working on now is a spooky monster. <laughs> <laughs> so King Tropes, uh, what were the new ones? Uh, old, old people. Yeah, horny yeah. old people. Horny old, horny old people. people. Um, the shop, um, the CIA guy killing everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? <clears throat> Maybe not a lot in this one. Yeah. Dang. A a totally original Stephen <laughs> King. <laughs> oh man, more tropes. Yeah. Maybe that's what this movie suffers for its lack of tropes. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else, right? There's no writer. There's no, no writer. There is no writer. 
Uh, Did you guys have a thing too where you said that every time his name's above the title, it's like a bad sign? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah that very oh. much happened with this. Yeah. I know. And this is going to become a trope with our next movie, right? Lawnmower Man's next? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Simpleton imbued with powers. Or like common, <laughs> common man imbued with powers. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Working class dog imbued yeah, yeah. with powers. The blind? That comes up. That, there's a blind character in Langoliers, yeah. right? Yep. Very much so. All right. So these are like. We're preempting these these tropes. It's fine, but that, that's yeah. where it all starts with these tropes. Yeah, yeah. pre tropes. Like, <laughs> the golden years was so good that I'm just gonna <laughs> recycle some of this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is, it didn't do well, but the, we we can use it again. Yeah, this is a wellspring of tropes. Yeah, um, and that that's it for tropes, which I believe brings us to our final segment, IMDb where we compare our opinion of the movie against the average user score on imdb.com. That's right. 2,188 people weighed in on the golden years and awarded it an average score. (laughs) It's 2,200 people. That's so little. I know. Compared to every other movie we've done. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Average score, 5.2 out of 10 stars. Mark, Rob, how do we feel about this? I feel like the enjoyment level is probably like a one or a two, right? Yeah. But like I, maybe I could I could hear an argument that it would be three stars mm. because at least it's got like competent editing. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, like one one scene came after the other. Like I feel like for there like, aren't like <laughs> swaps of like not, black. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you do this on introducing too. Where you're like, no, it was a good comic. Like all the staples were in it. Yeah, and it was together. Well, you guys, <laughs> you guys see, you guys see movies and stuff too, right? Yeah. So you'll go see like the Fantastic Four, like a notoriously panned movie right. oh. and mark will be like i don't know it, the continuity like you <laughs> yeah. know the same actors were in it from yeah, beginning right. to end <laughs> yeah. Were, right. yeah they didn't like, inter they didn't intersplice scenes from uh alvin and the chipmunks chipwrecked so to me that's at least a six-star movie right but <laughs> but no i honestly i'm with you i feel like the most you can say for this is that there's like continuity of actors and uh, <laughs> a, a plot the plot you know they're calling the characters that, by the but, same name throughout i i'm gonna give this a four yeah i think I, I don't think this is a good movie at all i do think though if they cut an hour and a half out of it they it, and tightened up the pacing and like when they go on the run, that could be like a fucking chase movie. Well, yeah, that's what that's what, that's what Firestarter was. Right. This it is like that could have been the case, yeah. but it, it's just not. It's it the pacing is insanely slow. Yeah. And I get that it's not a movie, so we have to treat it differently, but they don't do anything to like fill out the time. Right. Like it's treated as though it's a mo- a four hour movie. Yeah, they're like it's treated as if it's we the have same to amount fill of four hours. Right, it's the same amount of yeah. plot points as a movie, just right. stretched out over four hours. Right. So yeah, I I can't give this anything higher than a four. Yeah. I can't believe there are twenty one hundred people <laughs> even yeah. who would say five point two. Four four is too high. Four because five like fifty is like half like halfway is that's yeah. like the halfway you're, point. You're halfway to a perfect movie. Yeah, that's and not this is not that. This is yeah. No, it but I think uh, again, if they tightened it up, if they if they made it like a normal movie length, yeah, this could have been like a six. Uh, it still has terrible mm. acting in it. It still has Bad but they, they all have terrible acting. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's true. You can't like you can't go on the strength of the acting. <laughs> the, like we've kind of 
we've kind of recalibrated our rating systems for these movies yeah, and like, like decided that as long as there's one person throwing it all at the like just really going for it, yeah, yeah. Uh, then it's a it's a decent movie. <laughs> um, yeah, like there every, isn't though in this. Everyone is just well, that's right. Yeah, you're right. So it's still lacking in that respect, but yeah. Eh, no, you know what? I can't. This there's nothing really redeeming. No. Even if they, what are you going three? I, I'm gonna say three, three and a half, somewhere in there. What do you say? Three point two. I think three. It's it's a solid three. All right. Yeah. Because I can't even say the acting is is like. Because I think even if they tighten it up, the plot is still so lacking. Like there's yeah. so yeah. much well, that you're not being given that you need to I, like in, to enjoy this world. Yeah. yeah. I I liked I like the acting of Doctor Richard X Todd Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I like his fucked up name. Yeah. Yeah. That's they Daddy? <laughs> his name is chewing scenery. Yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, man. I, so. I wanted to take a moment to defend myself and my ratings on introducing. <laughs> yeah, read, please. We read comics. We read a comic where Archie met George Takei that had no plot. Okay. So like if a comic has a plot, well I'm like, well it's not the worst. Right. And we read a like a, a wrestling comic. Where the pl- there was a plot, but nothing made sense, and it was all just catchphrases. Right. So as long as it's not that, I'm like, well, it's still not s- second worst. You've, seen, you've yeah, been through hell. Yeah, yeah. That, I, you're I, like, I disagree. Like, it's like you've survived an atrocity, so every day is a blessing. Yeah, but yeah, you're you're on introducing your rating system. You have like multiple rating systems. I just have one. Is it like it's. Zero to ten, all comics. You're like, well, this is like a, an eight for an Archie comic, which is a, a regular one. You know what's funny though? It's like we we have for these movies become what Mark is for comics. Like, like there there are many layers and like caveats. <laughs> the rubric like, shifts and like the staircases of Hogwarts, depending on the film. Um. Uh. Yeah. I I hate. <laughs> End of thought. Yeah, I just, I, hate, I just hate. I hate. Um, if this, you, see the stuff where Rob can't speak because he's so upset. Yeah, <laughs> that's every episode of introducing. Yeah. It's. I've listened. Yeah, yeah. It, no, I've been there. It's crazy to me. It's infuriating. <laughs> oh man! Last week we did. Uh, was the Michael Strahan episode? Yeah, Archie, Archie Michael Mace, Strahan. Michael Strahan, and and the whole time Mark's like, "That's a good joke, right?" I'm like, "No, it's fucking not." <laughs> God damn you it! You do love to you do love to claim that the jokes in Archie comics are good jokes. There, there's also a part in the episode where I claim that a rule that there's a rule in football is true. Yeah, that is not. It's not at all. I'm very wrong about it, but yeah. I'm very insistent. Yeah, that. he's like, yeah, you know, they, oh they, man, they, you different. asked me to do that episode. <laughs> I am so glad I did. He's like, yeah. Defensive players, they have to wait like a certain amount of time before they could sack the quarterback. No, like, which is not true. Right? No, no, they have to like. There's oh, like Mark. a time limit. Yeah. Like, oh heavens, no! no. And no. Like, that's nothing not true. Like, would ever we'll, we'll get done. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just like no, nah, no. Nah, it's probably true. No, no. it's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. Oh man! All right. Well, your dog is being a real pain in my ass. So yeah. let's start. Let's start wrapping it up. I All guess. Right. Um, that that'll do that'll do it, I guess, for the golden years. Mark, yeah. thank you so much for being for on the me show. On. Yeah, uh, is there anything is... you want to plug here at the end? Introducing the first appearance podcast, of course. Uh, this it's on, week it's on iTunes and SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah. This week we did um the first appearance of Captain Marvel, Shazam. Ooh, yeah. he's like a little kid, and he says Shazam, and then he turns into adult. Oh. It's a golden, golden, it's golden age. age. So sixty-four pages of uh, <laughs> racism and, and lots nonsense. to un- yeah. lots to unpack. 
I also, uh, for PopBreak.com, I write um, reviews for wrestling podcasts, and I rank them in terms of listenability. <laughs> I think it's uh, hurting my brain. Uh, a mixture of like listening to like wrestling podcasts all week and uh, watching Golden Years is just... Oh my god, yeah. This it's is not good, you know? Yeah. This is rough for you. It's, it's rough when... Uh, the, the, the most uh, intellectually stimulating thing is uh, all the Big Brother I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, uh, and then I do stand-up at places in the area. So very, if very you're cool. at well, yeah, the you, Mean Bean. You have a, a show coming up at oh, the end yeah, of this You won't plug that show. I'm uh, doing a show at Mean Bean in Tom's River on... Tom's River, New Jersey. Tom's River, New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, on, we uh, have a national last, listenership. So yeah, we, the last Friday of July. July 29th. Rob's going to be on it. Uh, <laughs> we've talked go, about yeah. having Dan on it, but we never asked him. Oh, cool. Um, well, let's but ask him. I'm not going to put him on the spot now. Well, we should, though. <laughs> no, very much not. And then, Hey, I'll, Dan, you want to be on that show? Yeah, I'll do that show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, also, I'm hosting Soulsational, which is in the woods oh, really? somewhere. I don't really know what's going on with that. That's do you know cool. what that I'm is? I'm hosting it. It sounds familiar. I All think right. it's like an outdoor festival. It's the next day, so it's last Saturday so in July. I don't know what day it is. It's one of those. Yeah. Well, we just, and okay. Uh, also, real quick, Dan, you have a show coming up. I also, all, yeah, I have a show coming up. Um, the day this comes out, I guess, July twelfth. Oh, over at yeah, okay. Yeah, this I was, episode. Yeah, I was talking about the sketch show, but yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well, oh, oh the stress well, factory. Right? Yeah, we'll talk about yeah, all of it. Do do both. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll be announcing that sketch show. That'll be the big <laughs> yeah, yeah. reveal. Okay. Uh, so I have a stand-up show on July twelfth at Stress Factory. I'm doing the Big Ten uh, show, hosted. and that's today. Yeah, that Get is. Get in your car that now. That is today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Drive to New Brunswick. Yeah, it's in New Brunswick, New Jersey. It's Stress Factory, the world famous Stress Factory, ho- hosted by Gordon Baker Bone. He's one of Brooklyn Magazine's 50 pe- funniest people in Brooklyn. Oh, wow. Uh, so that's yeah. going to be a very fun time. Uh, and then at the end of the month, July 26th, uh, I am half of a writing team called Warm Things Comedy with uh, my writing partner, Melissa Jobin, who, Mark, you work with at Pop Break also. Oh, yeah, we were, uh, do SNL reviews. Yeah, this is a very incestuous little community. Yeah. But <laughs> Rob and I are... Rob's involved with this show. Yep. We're doing a... Uh, it's more of a... It's like a sketch stage play hybrid yeah. called... Harambe the college years. (laughs) Uh, I'm playing the body of Harambe. Yeah, you'll be wearing a gorilla mask, so someone else will be delivering all of the dialogue. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's all physical comedy for me. That's right. (laughs) Big gestures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big gestures. You're our, you're our chaplain. (laughs) That's why he's been growing a Hitler mustache. (laughs) That's why. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. Um, Uh, Radio is fun. So Harambe the college years where we imagine what it would be like if Harambe the gorilla had not been shot to death um, and instead went to college, uh, attended college as a political science major as the only gorilla at Banana State University. Right. And that'll be happening at The Saint in Asbury Park. Right. So feel free to check that out. Um, And real quick, again, rate rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, In character, Stephen King will read it on the show. Uh, helps other people find the show and it bo- it pads our uh, beautiful little egos. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at 
kingmepod. Email us uh, at kingmepod at gmail.com. We're on Facebook as well. And that'll do it. Next week is Lawnmower Man. Yep, Lawnmower Man with, with our guest, J.C. Hendricks. J.C. Hendricks, stand-up mm. comedian, very funny man. Yep. He's so funny. He's, yeah. a, he's a funny and nice boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's very excited to talk about this movie. I know. <laughs> every time I see him, yeah. he's like... He's like, I've been uh, yeah. taking notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I've seen him tell you guys how excited yeah. he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so until then, uh, I'm Dan Gagliardi. I'm Rob Avon. I'm Mark Henley. Yeah. Uh, you, you know how? Do you know how we end the show? You say Stephen King. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. We have to say it in a long, drawn-out uh, yeah, unison. Yeah. So, right, so. Stephen, Stephen King. King.